everyone, and welcome to Exchange, the TLX podcast for faculty by faculty. I'm Patricia Robinson, faculty facilitator with the TLX, and I'm hosting a new segment of Exchange called Exchange Forum, in which I interview our faculty colleagues from across the college. So today I've invited Ramon Delgado to join me, and he is a professor and coordinator in the Center for Arts, Design, and Information Technology. So thanks for joining me, Ramon. Hi, Patricia. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at the college? Uh, Well, I'm a coordinator for the School of Media and Performing Arts. I coordinate three programs in there, the video design and production, the visual effects, and the Media Foundation program. I've been with the college now since 2013. I don't count years, I count from where (laughs) I started. And uh, as an educator, I've been doing this now for uh, 23 years, actually. Okay. Those, Mm -hmm. that's your counting years there, 23 years. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) So, right. So you've been working in education for quite a long time. Mm So in your role, you've been supporting faculty as they transition to online teaching. What have you been learning about your experiences with working with faculty um, that you could share with us today? Okay, so, you know, even though this has been an extremely difficult time, there has been a lot of positive things that we have learned and experienced during this time. I think the number one is how important it is to inspire other people to love the technology that we have. The second one is that, and especially what we do, which is very hands-on, is teach principles, not tools. And the last one, I think is the most important one, is don't be afraid of making mistakes. So I will summarize that as the top three things that we have learned. Okay. And I really like how you've, like inspiring other people to love technology. I think that's huge. Um, and then teaching the principles. So that's super important. Um, so let's just start with the first one. Um, can you tell us a bit more about how you actually inspire others to love the technology? Well, I mean, there, there is always, and it's totally human, we all do that, which is, I wish I had this, I wish I had that, I wish, I wish, I wish. Um, but the reality is that we do have a lot of tools. And those tools, even though they're not perfect, they are very good. And they really, if we love them, if we at least try to love them, they will help us. And I got to start with, you know, what I call the cornerstone of what we have at the college, which is Blackboard. Mm -hmm. Um, Blackboard is not perfect, but Blackboard is really good. And there is a lot of things that when the tool is used, to the maximum when we um, give it the love that it deserves. If I can be a bit romantic with that statement, <laughs> um, I think Black Blackboard is going to love you back, <laughs> you know, and is really going to give you the ability to excel at what you do and provide, you know, the right avenues that will help the students learn. So for me, that is the number one. Um, the other thing is is basically, you know, get really familiar with your computer, get really familiar with your mobile devices. So, you know, in essence, love what you have because it might not seem like much, but in my experience, there is plenty there. 
and mm -hmm. that allows you know allows you to do your work more efficiently and the students will respond positively to that in my case it, it has been mostly faculty that i've been trying to help transition mm -hmm. and the responses that i'm getting once we do the little things are fantastic mm -hmm. And so, and that really makes me think of, you know, just having a positive frame of mind and, you know, being grateful for what we have. So, you know, instead of looking uh, over at my neighbor's yard and admiring their garden and yes. how mine is full of weeds, <laughs> I'm going to, you know what, actually these, some of these weeds are edible, you know, dandelions can be edible. <laughs> so, so good for the nature. So it's, it's a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so approaching with a positive frame of mind and, and um, appreciating what we have and and exactly learning about it and and um, trying to use it to the best of our ability. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, so you had a second point, um, which was about teaching the principles or learning the principles and not the tools. So can you elaborate on that? I'm, I'm actually going to use an example from uh, the video design program. I, I have three faculty in there that had to do something extremely different from what they were doing before. So these are the faculty that teach uh, our camera equipment, so our technology. And then suddenly we're asking them to teach this online. So we embraced that challenge and we came up with amazing ways of teaching them the principles behind filmmaking. Principles that really apply to everything you use. It doesn't matter if it's a cell phone or if it's one of the most expensive camera, you're still dealing with exposure. You're still dealing with aperture. You're still dealing with depth of field. So they figure out amazing ways. And, and that's the strength of this faculty, which again, we are extremely happy and, and blessed, if I can use that word, with you know the kind of faculty that we have they were able to we you know i i help a little bit on that uh we were able to come up with ways of making sure that the students were able to use whatever they had at home if it was a cell phone or if it was a camera by teaching the principle and not the tool we weren't saying this is the only equipment that you're going to use but rather these are the principles that you need to learn they were very successful and Again, the feedback that we got from most students, of course, there were students that were not happy with this. You know, it's normal, it's human nature. Mm -hmm. But those that embraced what the faculty were doing were extremely happy about what they came up to. And that to me is the best example of teach principles, not tools. Mm -hmm. That's a great example. And I think that we can apply that in other fields as well, because again, if, if you know, if students under, have the skills, have the understanding of um, maybe the theory behind it and how to, how to apply those skills, it, you know, they can transfer that across whatever the tools are. Um, so yeah, so for example, if somebody has never used Blackboard before, but they were teaching somewhere else and they use design to learn, perhaps yeah. they, you know, they, they have learned some of the principles about how to, um, yes. you know, add learning content or something. So they hopefully will be able to transfer that to a different um, learning management system. 100%, 100%. That, that's a great way to look at it. Um, again, if you understand the principles behind what you're doing, doesn't matter what tool you have in front of you, you're still going to succeed. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, and you mentioned earlier about the point of um, not being afraid about making mistakes. So, um, Ramon, can I ask you, have you made any mistakes that um, you've learned from and would like to share with us? Absolutely. Um, I got to go a bit back on this uh, because that, I think, taught me some of the lessons that I'm applying now. Um, earlier in my career, I really dislike rubrics. And, you know, full disclosure, I'm not the biggest fan of rubrics. You know, I, I do feel that they limit a little bit of creativity. However, um, these don't be afraid of making mistakes, right? I made the uh, early mistake of going without rubrics. And I spent so much time explaining to students why they got the grades they got. Uh -huh. That then one day I realized, <laughs> okay, if I use rubrics, <laughs> there, uh -huh. and then I started, right? And I started. So um, you might say, well, but the mistake that you make was not using rubrics. Actually, the mistake was my attitude. And I learned from that attitude that sometimes you really have to embrace things. So I did learn a powerful lesson. You see, I strongly believe to this day that if I would have just, you know, embrace rubrics and just do a poor job at it and yeah. just write very fundamental and very basic things, which sometimes we do, um, honestly, I would not have become as proficient as I am with them right now. And I still have a lot to learn. I'm not an expert okay. by any means, but I do realize that, you know, um, going back to the tools, right? Mistake of not using them properly. Um, it's very easy when you track your views, when you use Blackboard and track your views to basically see what things the students are using and what mm -hmm. they're not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can use that to, you know, in very controversial things like a student that's saying, um, you never share with us the outline. I can say, actually, I did. And I also can see that you have spent very little time on Blackboard, you know, and that is like, okay, it helps me as a teacher. But some of the things, when I see that the students are looking at content a lot, and still not getting what I'm trying to say, I am making a mistake here. Uh -huh, what uh -huh. is not very clear. So learn from that and figure out ways to, you know, share with the students what um, what ways are going to help them improve. And, you know, again, learn from every mistake that you make and mm -hmm. you will have a much easier time moving forward, in my opinion. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, sometimes when we make mistakes, we don't kind of we don't want to, um, you know, be in denial about it, because, again, it's such a great learning opportunity. And as you said, you like especially like related to rubrics, you know, you were kind of, um, um, you know, like you did, you really didn't want to use it. And, and yeah. a big part of it was just changing your attitude. And yeah. so for future, it would have, it's, has saved you so much time. You know, you don't have to repeat the same thing to 20 students, right? It's, it's in one rubric and you can refer them back to there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it really helps you. And, you know, I, I guess the biggest mistake that I have made in the past, it's always been related to my attitude toward things. <laughs> and as I mature in my career, I realized that 
you know, whenever nowadays, whenever I am confronted with something new, I immediately put a check on my attitude. Uh -huh. go, All right. Wait a second. Let's see what is really going on here <laughs> before we go. Oh, I don't like it. And it has helped me. You know? Right. And that's something, again, that's something that you've learned about yourself, right? So this is a tendency that you have. And now that you're aware of this tendency, then you can be proactive in, in trying to mitigate that. Absolutely. Yeah, no. I, I, that's a great strategy. <laughs> um, I have another question. So what have been some of the other challenges you or faculty have experienced with transitioning to fully online teaching? Um, it's it kind of relates to what I've been saying before, right? Um, we have had these tools for a long time. And and I know that sometimes um, again, it's, I, and I start with myself, is that attitude that that we have of of immediately rejecting something new. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that everybody does that. I have done that. So mm -hmm. I, I got to look at it from my own perspective. And suddenly we have this pandemia, uh, pandemic hitting us. Mm -hmm. So it has been um, very good, very positive to work with faculty to try to go and revisit some of these tools that we have. And I have only, I have also seen examples where resisting that have led to just painful experiences, you know? Mm -hmm. So again, in the end, nobody wanted to be in this situation, but those that embraced technology from the beginning had an easier time mm -hmm. that, that did not. And that, I'm sorry, I believe that's a fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More we learn from those uh, mistakes, the easier it will be in the future because I don't think this is the last challenge we're going to face. I think we're, this is only, and I'm not being pessimistic, is to me it's just reality. This mm -hmm. is part of our new reality. And the more we realize and try to learn from those experiences, the easier it will be moving forward. So to me, is the biggest challenge is don't resist technology, embrace what we have, learn to love it. Yes, there are things that could be better, but there is a lot of positive too. And the more we embrace that, the better it will be and the better we will be at dealing with those challenges. Mm -hmm. And and like a big part of it is that it, it's here to help us, right? It's a, these tools are here to support us in teaching our students and reaching them. And, and um, you know, it, it's like as teachers or instructors, we're developing another skill ourselves, right? It's, yes. it's our own professional development by going through and learning these tools and figuring out what works and doesn't work. And, and, you know, once we get a bit of practice, then then we can figure out, you know, what are what tools are actually supporting the students learning yeah. and what is there just because, you know, it's technology. Like, is it actually supporting the students learning? Do I need to use this one little thing or not? Um, and I think that's part of our professional growth that we're that we're, you know, we have been forced yeah. into that. But but um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's a good point that we should be embracing it. Um, yeah. So. I have a question, another question. Um, what are some of the highlights or joys that you have been experiencing? Um, to me, this is the greatest one. I, I believe that every educator 
feels at its best when student feedback supports the effort that we have put into what we do. Nothing is more satisfying than a student saying, thank you. This is a very difficult time, but you know what? I appreciate the effort placed in here. Was everything perfect? No, but the effort that some of these faculty have put has been amazing. And the students, you know, reflected that. I, I like to believe that the vast majority of students did. There were some negative feedback, absolutely. Some people um, did not do really well learning mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. But what I'm happy to see is that the majority of the feedback that at least I have gotten um, from most of the students is the professors did a really good job. They really came up with ways of being engaging. Some professors went above and beyond. And yes, some feedback was that some professors did not. And that is expected. Um, do I think that that means that those professors are bad? No, it's to me is to me still a positive, you know, still uh, very joyful to see that if we embrace what some of these professors that did it did right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know sharing those lessons for example because i don't i don't want to be cryptic here um there was the the storytelling professors uh that we have the sound uh professors that we have the directing professors um they really came up with extremely creative ways to get the students engaged and they were being very very fun and very communicative, right? That, you know, mm -hmm. that, that communication aspect is very critical when you're not in the classroom. And that really paid dividends. So to me, it was a reaffirmation that yes, we can do this and we can do it online. We're never gonna be 100% uh, as effective as, as if we were in the classroom. But the opposite is also true. There were some classes that we actually have students saying, actually, that particular class worked better online than it did in person. Mm -hmm. That was very good to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, because it means that there are lessons there that we're still studying, that we're still learning. And I know we're gonna come up with, you know, best practices on, on how to do this online. And they're not necessarily your traditional best practices. They're, um, be a little goofy. You know what? The students appreciate that. Yes. That, you know, eyes, and you make me feel comfortable because you were not afraid to say silly things and to really show that human side of you. Um, I think that was very positive, very, very joyful for me. That that um, you know that that whole human connection. I mean, it's it can be so hard to replicate through this online um, online learning way. But again, like even um, literature that I've been reading, is students are really responding um, and are a lot more engaged when they can make those connections with their instructors and other students in the class. And and that's what people are really missing right now too, right? In this pandemic, is yes. is that human connection. So being able to find that in their classes online is really amazing. Yeah. If you can do it in person, you really have to go a little bit extra to do it online. But yes. it is, it is yes. possible. 
yeah, the payback is 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 worth it. I think getting that student positive student feedback. So, um, so it sounds like you and your faculty have been experiencing a lot of success in your department in spite of many challenges. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a lot of things that are that are going right. So um, I'm um, glad that you were able to join me today. And thank you so much for sharing your insights and your experiences. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we can reconnect again to learn some more. Absolutely. And, and again, just you know, there have been some negative too, but I don't want to concentrate on those. I prefer to spend the time on what we did right, because I think that by doing this better, and I will be more than happy to share more with you, because there are there are things that we're still learning. You mm -hmm. know, we're, re, we're evaluating what we did still, and we're trying to figure out ways to, you know, like what worked really well, what didn't work so well, where did the students have issues? Because those are important lessons. Mm -hmm. and, and I think again, you know, thank you for, for this opportunity to share this. Uh, hopefully it will help somebody else. And, you know, I'll be more than happy as, as we get more and more information to share that because I think we, by, all of us doing this, we're going to figure out the best formulas. They're not going to be perfect. There's still yeah. mistakes, you know, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, and I, I appreciate that. And I agree because again, you know, we're forced into the situation, but you know, look at it positively because we are learning all these lessons and focusing on the positive, I think is really important, right? We can really get caught yes. up in that negative, what's not working, but if we want to move forward and grow professionally and grow as a college, it is really important to focus on those positives and what is working here, what is working there, and then what can we try to continue doing even after this pandemic? Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so much, Ramon, and I'll definitely um, contact you again, um, maybe this summer.